Welcome to the Next In Line podcast, where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I'm your host, Chance Pitts, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in to this episode. Guys, first and foremost, if you receive value from this episode or any other episode that we've put out up until this point, please make sure you are sharing the show with like-minded individuals who might receive that same kind of value. Guys, that's the best way for us to grow the movement, to reach the most people, to help inspire and motivate as many people as possible with the movement. Also, make sure you're checking us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. That's at Next In Line Development on any of those platforms for daily content and to keep up with what we are doing as we move through the week. Guys, also, I would like to say thank you to everyone who reached out and Wished us good luck and congratulated us on this past weekend. For those of y'all that don't know, we traveled to Brazos Bend State Park in Needville, Texas to participate in the Brazos Bend 50 Ultra Marathon Series. Uh, Whenever I say we, my dad actually participated in his first 50-mile ultra marathon. He was able to complete it in a time of 14 hours and 45 minutes. Very excited for him. Super proud to be a part of that. Uh, He was able to knock that out, and honestly, he looked really strong through the whole thing. I know we were all very excited to see him come across that finish line. I was also able to knock out my first 100K ultra marathon, uh, just over 60 miles in length. I was able to actually hold on and place third overall for that race despite a couple of hiccups that we ran into but it was an all-around fantastic experience and a great weekend Uh, we've been looking forward to that for a very long time had a lot of training hours in had a lot of dedicated time to that event so it's awesome to see it paying off and moving us in the right direction and as we start to look at that and as I step away and start to review that race I thought today that's what I would drop in for y'all as the podcast. I wanted to do a little bit of a race recap and talk to y'all about five lessons learned during this ultra marathon. And whether you're a runner, whether you're physically active on a regular basis, or whether you're somebody that's just trying to move some aspect in their life, whether it be with their family, their career, their finances, uh, maybe their entrepreneurship, maybe their physical fitness. You're trying to move that one of those different things in the right direction, get some positivity going, get some personal or professional development going for yourself. I encourage you to listen to the lessons that come out of these takeaways and apply them to your life, not just on the physical stance, but wherever it might help you. These principles do cross paths and work on all fronts as well. So guys, without further ado, the five lessons learned from the Brazos Bend 50. Now, number one, preparation is key. Now, whatever it is you find yourself doing, it's very important to become prepared for whatever that is. So that whenever you step on the field or whenever you step up to that line or whenever you find yourself in the midst of battle, whether it be financially whether it be with your family in a hardship that you find yourself going through, or whether it be just in your personal life dealing with some demons that you might have been fighting for a long time. It's very important to give yourself the best shot at being ready for that. And what you've got to do is you've got to educate yourself. You've got to 
work through some of the past experiences. You've got to make sure you're physically ready for those things. In my case here with this race, I had to educate myself on a training plan to figure out how in the heck I was going to prepare my body to run over 60 miles in a consecutive time at one time back to back to back. And guys, that's no small feat physically to try to figure out. There was a lot of hours on my feet. There was a lot of days where I doubled up on runs in the morning and in the afternoon. Uh, I'm very passionate about weightlifting. I had to back off of my weightlifting to make sure I wasn't carrying around too much excess muscle. I also had to focus on the running so I didn't get as much time in the weight room as I would have liked, especially this past month. I really wanted my weight to hold around 170. I think this weekend I got down to about 160. So there's definitely a lot of changes and a lot of things I had to do to prepare for this race that I wasn't fully wanting to do or fully necessarily were my ideal situation, but it's what had to be done to prepare for this trial I was coming towards. I also had to train my stomach in this because whenever you're running that amount of miles, whenever you're running that distance, you quickly burn through the calories that your body has on standby. Uh, you have to pour nutrients back into your body. You have to eat the whole time. You have to take gels and different things so that you can survive through this long race um, and I think I burned about 8,000 calories so I had to get my body ready to receive those nutrients in the midst of very rigorous physical activity that's something I had to train to do you might not think about on a regular basis but is part of being prepared I also had to do very tough things on a regular basis the training runs had to be pretty tough they had to be challenging they had to test my mental fortitude because without that extra bit of mental fortitude it is very very hard to push through and make yourself run four 15 mile loops back to back to back to back over and over in the hot and humid southeast Texas weather. But it's something I had to make myself do. I had to prepare for that. And it was honestly very, very good that I did that because this race day really hit me with some challenges that I wasn't prepared for. So guys, that is number one. Please make sure whatever you find yourself facing, make sure that you are prepared. You're giving yourself the best stance possible whenever you go up to that start line you're giving yourself the best opportunity to succeed whether it be with your finances seeing an investment opportunity pop up in front of you and making sure you're in the right place to be able to capitalize on that whether it's with your career whenever a sudden change or sudden movement happens within your company and you're making sure that you're ready to go to step into that new position or to lead people in whatever scenario that might be, whether it be an organization or in your career. Or maybe it's just with your family and there's just little hardships that come up. There's unexpected things, especially if you got kids around. You want to make sure you're prepared and you're in the best situation possible to be able to move in the right direction whenever that comes your way. And you also want to prepare by doing something else. Which brings me to point number two. You have to surround yourself with great people. And guys, I know we've talked about this several different times on the podcast as well. This is nothing we're stranger to. This is nothing we're unprepared to talk about. But I would say, guys, that being around great people, having people that genuinely care about your success and how you're 
going to move forward through hardship in life is extremely important. Also, reciprocating that to those people is just as important. Knowing that you have each other's back and that you have a mutual relationship that's going to benefit both parties is huge. There's not near enough of that going on in today's society. And an example of that from this past weekend is we have some fantastic friends that live down in the Sugarland area, just 30 minutes north of Needville, where our race was. And when they found out we were going to try to run a couple of ultra marathons there this weekend, they generously uh, and hospitably opened their home to us. They let us go in and invade their area, their living room, their guest bedroom, and we cooked at their house. We stored all kinds of running crap and gear in their living room, um, and they just welcomed us with open arms. They let us go in and be a huge inconvenience to them. They actually signed up for the 10K as well and ran it with us along with my wife, uh, and they even stuck around and kind of ran as a crew for us. They were super encouraging. They inspired us the whole way. They even ran with us on the trail a little bit to give us encouragement and inspiration and keep us moving in the right direction. And having those people made all of the difference. It had positivity going in areas of the race and times of the race for me whenever I truly needed it. I think really that some of these places I would have found myself in, even with the mantra that we talked about last week in episode 31, even with that mantra of I will never quit, I was really dragging myself through this process. And while I wouldn't have walked off the course, while I wouldn't have ever given up during that 60-mile process, it was very, very encouraging. It was very, very uplifting to have those people around me to move me in a positive direction, to show they believed in what we were doing and what I was capable of doing. And it just it was a huge push in the right direction, and it does so much for you to have those people around. Finding people that genuinely care about you makes all the difference whenever you're going through hard situations. And guys, that applies directly to every situation in life. Imagine what you could do in your life if you had a supportive partner whenever you're dealing with issues with the kids or whenever you're dealing with issues with work, whenever you're dealing with financial hardships, whenever you have somebody there that is on your team that is like a ride or die for you no matter what giving positive encouragement, keeping you in check, keeping you humble, and making sure that you're thinking with the right mindset every single time that you show up to a challenge. And guys, that's what we had this weekend. We had a group of people that were absolutely fantastic. One of those individuals in that group that I am talking about is my wife. I mentioned earlier that I ran into a couple of hardships during this race. Well, at mile 45... Now, keep in mind, I had never run this distance before, so I was a little bit ill-prepared and a little bit ill-experienced up until this point. So, I hit a wall at mile 45. I had a nutrition issue. There was nothing in my stomach. There was nothing for my body to have energy from. No, no fuel in the tank, as they say. And I also found that I was very overheated. I was probably on the brink of some kind of heat exhaustion. Uh, it was a very weird situation. I had some really weird symptoms going along with it, but it was looking pretty bad for a little bit there, 45 miles into this 60-mile race. Now, mind you, I knew I was sitting in third place as well, so I was really trying to push on, but guys, the more I pushed in that situation, the harder it got. I came around for, I think, 
two miles into my last loop. I might have had 13 miles left in the race. And I look up and I see this girl uh, walking along the trail and she's kind of not looking at anybody, not paying attention. I look up and I'm like, huh, that's kind of odd that she's out here. And next thing I know, it's actually my wife. (laughs) And she was like, oh, hey. And she saw me walking and looking like I was struggling. And it was not great, to be honest with you, the situation I was in. But I said to her, I was like, what made you come looking for me? How'd you know I was struggling like this? Because I thought she'd come to help me because she knew I wasn't moving like I should be moving. Maybe she was tracking me or something like that. But she was like, no, I was just out here getting my second workout in for the day because she's on 75 hard and she said it literally just happened to be out here so guys that brings me to the third point trust in the process and trust that there is a bigger plan going on bigger than yourself there is no reason why she should have been in that 30 foot stretch of trail that crossed with the trail I was on there is no reason why we should have crossed paths other than some kind of intervention that put her there to help me because I tell you what over the next two miles of her being there she helped me along she walked with me she encouraged me and then she helped me get to the aid station just being around me and helping me keep moving now, there's strict rules about don't touch the runners, if, especially if you're not a pacer and that kind of thing. So I, I kind of kept my distance, was a little bit weird about that. I always get that way. But she uh, she encouraged me and she figuratively drug me along to the last aid, or the next aid station. And at that point, she helped me get my nutrition right. She helped me get food back in my body. She helped me cool down. She made me sit down and relax for a little bit. Uh, Some of the people running the aid station there were actually kind of worried about me there for a little bit because I apparently looked pretty rough and I felt pretty rough too. But it was one of those situations where without having her there, I might not have finished that race. If I had finished that race, I would have drug out to the end. It probably would have been a 14 hour affair and it would have been extremely, extremely rough. I would have had a terrible road to recovery. But like I said, she came along with really no explanation of how it all happened she came along at the perfect point and she helped nurse me back to health she helped me get back on my feet we walked a little bit further together after that aid station and I started feeling strong again and guys I took off and started running my race again and that's really probably the only reason I was able to hang on and push for that third place finish that I was able to get during this race and guys that's just drives home that point of number three a little bit more. You have to trust in the process. You have to understand that there is something bigger than you going on. Now, I don't care if you believe in the universe, you believe in all that planet stuff, you believe in God or whatever intervention came this way for me in that situation, but you've got to understand that there's a lot more going on than we all know about at this ground level. And Things happen for a reason, guys. So whenever that comes your way, whenever you find yourself in a situation and things look tough, put your trust in the process. Understand that there is something bigger going on here. Understand that what you're going through has a purpose to it. You're not going to be able to win. You're not going to feel 100% every single time you show up. There are going to be times whenever you fall flat on your face, but those times are just as important to keep faith as it is whenever you find yourself in a good place, whenever you find yourself doing your best and reaching your full potential. That is 
one of the most important takeaways I had from this race. And like I said, it can be applied to everyday life. If you find yourself struggling, think about the things we've talked about in previous show guys, shows, guys. If you find yourself struggling with finances, maybe it's just teaching you a lesson so that you're able to better deal with it whenever you've got more money in the bank account later. So you don't make a mistake that you would have made with a thousand dollars in the bank but with ten thousand dollars and end up losing that kind of money instead maybe it's a way for you to learn on a smaller scale whenever a screw up comes your way with work before you move into a management position and you're talking about people's lives in danger whenever you're running the show and you make a small mistake that seems small but has dire consequences guys these are all things that you have to learn. You have to understand that these trials are going to teach you lessons and be able to move you in a positive direction. And while we're on the topic of screwing up, that brings me to point number four. Guys, screwing up can teach you more than success ever can. Somebody asked me if I was upset about blowing up uh, that's a term that I use whenever things don't go my way, especially in a run. Uh, whenever things blew up at mile 45 for me, somebody asked me if I was upset about that. And you know, in the moment, I really was. I was pissed off at myself for not taking care of my nutrition, for not making sure that I was managing my body temperature properly. I wasn't paying attention to those things. And guys, I was so upset in the moment. But you know what I come to realize? I learned more about what I needed to do and what I needed to know in that situation than pushing through and maybe getting a second place finish would have ever taught me. That struggle and that first run that didn't fully go my way, but I was able to push through and come out the other side of it, really showed me how to manage my nutrition better. It showed me the importance of getting all the fine details right, not relying on some kind of half-cocked plan that I came up with. It really taught me the importance of making sure that I sit down and I hammer out all of the details of my plan. And it rolls back to being prepared as well, like we talked about in point number one. It's a huge part of the plan, and it's something that I had to figure out for myself during this. But I wouldn't have learned any of these lessons, and I probably would be much worse off for my running career and for these different experiences if I wouldn't have had that blow up at mile 45. And guys, that's one more thing that you can apply just to everyday life. Think about those mess ups that come along your way. Think about those times that you've screwed up financially uh, with a little bit of money and you've lost it and you've been kicking yourself in the butt for it. Be glad that you lost it when you did rather than whenever you've got more money in the bank and more at risk. Think about the times whenever you screwed up at your job, whenever you were first learning how to do it. Be glad that you're now not making the same mistakes and that you learn from those things whenever you moved into a management spot or whenever you got ready to get promoted or you had more responsibility and you had people's lives on the line that you were dealing with on a daily basis. You've got to move through these areas of trial and error to be able to get to the point of being successful and applying these things that you now have the knowledge of. You have to go through these struggles to find the success. And that applies to every single thing in life. And guys, that leads us to point number five, our final point. When everything falls apart just move forward. 
for me, that was at mile 45 in this race. Like I said, I crashed and burned. I had some great support around me, and it allowed me to do the one thing that I knew I had to do, which was keep moving forward. Remember that mantra I talked about, I will never quit. I knew I didn't have the option to quit, and I knew the race wasn't getting no closer to being done if I didn't move forward forward. So guys, whenever you find yourself struggling, whenever you find your back against the wall, whenever you feel like you have no more options, or hell, maybe whenever you have all the options in the world and you don't know where to start, if you're thinking about starting that business, if you're thinking about trying to push further into your career to grow into a different position or a promotion, if you're thinking about finding ways to become financially free, I encourage you to go to take that step forward because all of us today, myself included, we get caught up in the planning process. We get caught up in the what ifs. We get caught up in all the risk management and we become so risk adverse that we try to protect ourselves from failure on every single front. But that's the problem. If you never take risks, you never succeed. And also, if you find yourself stuck then you're never going to move to a position of being in a better spot. You're not going to improve your current status if you stay right there. It's like the old saying in the song goes, if you're going through hell, just keep moving. Get yourself through it. Move in the right direction. Find a direction and go. It might be the wrong one, but at least you can cross one off the list and pick one of the others and try that next. So guys, before we shut her down for today, I wanted to just run back through this list of the five lessons learned from the Brazos Bend 50 Ultra Marathon that you can apply to your everyday life. And that is number one, preparation is key. Make sure you take the time, make sure you come up with a plan, make sure you work your plan and you execute after you have prepared and given yourself every single opportunity to be successful no matter what you're doing in life. Number two, surround yourself with great people. Make sure you have people that have your back and have the backs of the people that have yours as well. It is so, so important to be in a situation like this, to have that relationship with somebody. It's becoming more and more rare in the society that we live in today. So guys, support those people. Let those people support you and have that kind of relationship. It will serve you in all kinds of ways. Guys, number three, trust the process and the bigger plan. Whenever you find yourself struggling, whenever you're going through it, whenever you are not in a good place mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever it is, understand that there's a lot more going on to this situation and in this life and in this world than you truly understand right now. Just know that this is all part of a plan and it is going to move in the right direction as long as you help Start the engine and get it moving that direction. Guys, number four, screwing up can teach you more than success ever could. Guys, whenever you find yourself in a spot, whenever you make a mistake, it is important to not just get down on yourself the entire time, to not ride the negativity wave that's going to seem to come your way and try to infect every aspect of your life. Learn from it. Generate the positivity that you can out of the situation. See the good in it. 
Make sure you put yourself in a position as to not repeat that same mistake or that same screw up and then move on guys. Put it in the belt, put it under the experience tab that you have and make sure that it is something that serves you positively in the future. And guys, lastly, number five, when everything falls apart, just go forward. Whenever the plan falls apart on you, whenever nothing seems to be moving in the right direction, when you have no clue where to go, just take that step, guys. Get yourself moving. Find a way to get the momentum moving in your direction, and you'll be amazed at the positivity that comes out of a situation that once looked pretty dire for you. Guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Next in Line podcast. I hope some of these lessons learned will be able to serve you in a positive way within your own life. Also, guys, make sure you're keeping up with us over the next couple of weeks. We're probably going to announce what big thing is next in line for us, whether that be a 100-mile ultramarathon or something different. But whatever it is, we're going to make sure we're still preparing, make sure we're giving y'all these episodes on Mondays and Thursdays, and helping y'all be prepared for whatever is next in line.